Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week, every week, we take whatever artists we're doing, whatever band we're doing, and then we rank all of their records. So we're doing MIA, if you didn't already know, and we're going to rank her five records from worst best to her best. And we're also going to give our um, our biggest banger from each of those. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, look up the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Same idea. Whatever. Uh... Also, go to Apple Podcasts while you're listening. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at S9 Radio. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there, neither is Jeff. Mm. Um, now, just let's uh, let's get right into the ranking, or no, let's get into the six degrees of Tom DeLong. I only have one today. Uh, I don't know how many you have, but let's, you probably have two, I assume, at least. Yeah, I got two. Okay, so let's start with you first. Let's okay, go. I'll do uh, I'll do an easy one. This is uh, MIA to Diplo, right? Uh huh. Yep. Um, they're in a relationship. They've worked together. Diplo remixed "Can a Drummer Get Some" by Travis Barker. Okay. Travis okay. is Tom. Travis Tom, easy peasy, right there. Easy right? peasy, a little cheap, but it worked. Uh, you know, it yeah, it works. I'm, I'm not complaining. Uh, so, what I have here, let me let me bring it up. Okay, so. We start with M.I.A. Then we go to Timbaland because he worked on one of her songs on this record, on the record that we're doing for the album of the week, the Kala record. Uh, then we go from Timbaland to Kanye because they work together extensively. Uh, we go from Kanye to Kim Kardashian because they're married or they were married. I don't know if they still are. <laughs> and then Kim Kardashian to her sister, Courtney Kardashian, who's currently dating Travis Barker and then Travis to Tom. Hey. So there you go. That's my I had to go go the Kardashian route. No, it's oh. good. I, I always I always hate using Travis, but sometimes you just gotta. Yeah, you got it. And MIA was difficult because she doesn't. I don't know. She doesn't work with a ton of different people, so it's it's the same people kind of throughout. Yeah, and and it's it's very it's just such a different genre of music than anything even Travis does. You know, she's it's very world music, so yeah. political music too. What the fuck so. is this? I don't know what it is, but. Oh, my computer's telling me to do something, but I'm not, not going to do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't update <laughs> it. my don't lips. Update it yet. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to raise taxes. So, MIA. Yes. Am I going or? Yeah, yeah no, go. Yeah, I finished. Do, running, I, do yeah. I talk? You talk? We talk. Ah, so, MIA, she has a son with uh, rich boy Benjamin Bronfenman. <laughs> rich boy? Yeah, rich boy Ben. He's an entrepreneur, some fucking big wig. Who cares? Yes. But he was in a band called The Exit with dropkick bassist Jeff DeRosa. Huh. Jeff okay. is married to Michelle Nolan, a straight run. Michelle Nolan okay. is, uh, she's John Nolan's sister of Taking Back Sunday. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Holy yeah. God, okay. 
So if we're, I'm, I'm staying in the Taking Back Sunday realm here. Fred uh-huh. of Taking Back Sunday f- fame played as uh-huh. touring guitarist for Say Anything, specifically during their tour for the Hebrews album. And if we recall from last week, Hebrews mm-hmm. is one of the very, very, very few times that Tom DeLonge lent uh, guest vocals. That's very true. We did talk about that last week. Yeah. Also, you could have gone the route the route of Fred's band, The Color Fred. One of the very few tours he's done was opening up for Angels and Airwaves in 2007. Oh. 2008. 2008, I think it was, actually. Because I saw them on, the, on that tour. So, yeah, they opened up for Angels. The Color could Fred. With The Color Fred. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. That okay. was, their, that was okay. their first tour. First tour was opening up for Angels. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's all okay. you got. That's it. That's all you got. That's okay, it. so let, let's just jump right into the, the rankings for MIA. Uh, what do you got for her, her worst record and then your biggest banger from that? What do you got? Go. Okay. Her, 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 her worst. Her worst. Her worst. Her worst. Her worst record, which is not even a bad record, but it's just my least yeah. favorite. Uh, Matang, Matanji. 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 Her fourth album, Wait. 2013. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Sorry, I, I yeah. thought it was written as something else. Sorry, you with me? You, you, you. I'm here? with you. I'm with okay. you. So that's her worst record. Okay. Yeah, okay. this one, this one's so electronic driven that uh, it got kind of distracting at times. It was essentially just a dance or club album, and it just didn't quite have what I was looking for in an MIA album. And that sounds a little weird because the album that we're doing is very much of this vein, but this one was mm-hmm. very electronic driven, and I thought it was just. Uh, I thought it was Tanji was, yeah. Okay, right. minus, yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was, it totally was. Okay, but um, her fourth record, right? Yeah. Okay, but I I kind of like the song Sexodus, mostly because the chorus. It's a it's a very drawn out. I think the genre is called Bangra Bangra, mm-hmm. but it's just I mean for us Westerners. It's a very Indian music sounding thing. It's just the uh, like that drawn out <laughs> vocals is what it is what's happening. But it's a remixed version of Exodus. It's on the same album, so it's kind of cheating. And they use like a, 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 a the weekend sample. It's a cool song, but I thought Matanji was I. Sign okay, that's fine. It, that's fine. We'll get into it. That's probably that's probably it. that's probably your favorite, I guess. <laughs> no, it's not my favorite. It's definitely not my favorite. Uh, so my number five is Maya, her third record. This album wow. I did not like. I did not like this record. I was blown away by this record and how much I did not like it. I couldn't believe. She, I just it was so industrial and experimental, and I just I could not get into it. The song that kind of stood out for me was "Born Free." Oh that, like, damn! Punk that that weird post punk song. Even that, I just I thought I just didn't I couldn't get into it. I just thought it was just a overall it was just kind of a boring record. I just I understand trying doing something different and trying something different, but I just didn't. It was not for me. I just don't get it, man. Okay, all right. I did not like Maya. I did not like it at all, especially coming off of something like Kala. I mean, that was just it was that perfect blend of. I'm sure. I mean, I know we'll get more into it, but that perfect blend of of electronic music with world music, and then this was just a huge departure from that for the most part so yeah that's my number five is maya third record meh okay what do you got for four aim a-i-m m-i-a does a-i-m this is her most recent album 
her fifth, 2016. Mm-hmm. This is the last one that I've heard. I've only heard two and a half of her albums, and this was the last one because Skrillex was on this one, and this was kind of when we were starting to think about doing the pod, and we were kind of in. Uh, it was mm-hmm. it, we, we uh, but <laughs> this one. I feel like this one in Matanji are, are I don't know if I'm saying it right. Matangi, Matanji. Let's say Matanji. They were they were kind of similar in their pop sound. Um, this one just kind of took the pop sound a little bit further. A lot of auto tune here. I, mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't hate this one, but I I for sure am never going to go back to this. My favorite track, I guess, would be the Skrillex one. And which, wait, which song was that? It's a song. Go off. I don't it's, even remember that. It's song. like the fifth or sixth song. It's okay. uh, it's easy. I I think Skrillex. I think Skrillex does like the dubstep stuff, f- fantastic because it appeals to our generation, of yeah. of music, and but I I think he's at his best when he, when he doesn't drop things so hard. He doesn't have to be so aggressive, in in his drops. I think, when he does like a nice and easy dainty drop, I think that's like mm-hmm. the best. Like f- for instance. Like my favorite Skrillex song is on the the vinyl that you have, but it's it's, it's the long drive. Like that is okay, just yeah, a, a six song. minute. Like it never drops hard. It drops yeah. kind of hard sometimes, but then it goes right back into the soft, mediocre, like run of the mill shit. And I think yeah. that's, I think he's really good when he builds up, builds up, and then drops a little bit, and then builds up, builds up, and drops a little bit, and never relieves the tension. And that's what this song kind of reminds me of. Okay, okay, I I, I know what you mean about Skrillex. He he either does one of those two things, you know. I mean, the drops are great. Like the heavy yeah. drops are fantastic, and that's an instant release that is great. But there's not a lot of complexity to that. It's 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 yeah. you can see it coming a mile away. It's very it's very new metal. I mean it, and it makes sense considering his favorite band is Corn, and they kind of in the late '90s they kind of built their career on the soft. And then the big loud heavy choruses, you know, the big loud heavy riffs. So like the, the di- the the different highs and lows is very new metal. Yeah. I understand that, yeah. but makes sense. Uh, so that was your number four. My number four is also Aim, her last record. I thought this was um, the first half was very much in the style of music at the time with more of the trap beats. Um, still kind of in the club club realm uh, and then the the second half she kind of i feel like she she kind of had through more of her like world sounding the percussion the, the more african sounding styles in there uh which was cool I mean, this is a this was a good record it wasn't bad like maya was bad that's a bad record wow uh, but aim was good aim was aim was good i mean i would never buy it on vinyl but it was it was a good listen through but uh, but yeah, it's my number four. Like I, I I'll never go back to it. Damn, Gina, uh, the song Visa. Uh, I just I think I think the samples that she uses in this song, the beat is good. It's upbeat. Um, it's more alongside like what she was doing earlier, like on Kala or not. I wouldn't even say her first record, but more Makala or more Kala. Sorry. Um, yeah, other than that, this this record's whatever. Visa is good, but yeah. okay, that's okay. cool. Okay, cool, man. That's cool. So, what do you have for number three? Uh, number three, I'm still not at the two mark in our in our rankings. Mm-hmm. These are all sub twos, including number three. But number three for me is Maya. This is okay. um, much more electronic driven, down tempo. It's still got all the cool stuff that makes her 
amazing so? and unique. Yeah, there's, there's. I mean, you said one of them, um, but this is just slower <laughs> and, and it's electronic heavy, like. Yeah. And, it's, and it's and, very industrial though too. And I thought that she would hate this because she has a song that's just called "It Is What It Is." Yeah, I saw that, and uh, I hated that. So, <laughs> and she kept saying it too, that. and it was hard to listen to because that's <laughs> all we do is make fun of that phrase. And what it is? Was, it was difficult. Wait, what was the other? Thing? Oh, the Aqua thing. I am what I am. Yeah. Oh man, that's a that's a new one for me. Like I I I mean, obviously that's a popular saying, but it it's wasn't until this thing. week. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. I hate it almost as much as it, it is what it is. I am what I am. No, fuck that. That's just a stupid fucking comment. Like, it it doesn't mean anything. It, it, it just it provides the, nothing. There's no context. There's no debate. There's no discussion. It's just, it's a definitive statement that is meant mm-hmm. to just kind of be obnoxious. Be obnoxious. It, it's a, it's a, it's a really bad way of ending the conversation. Like it's, you don't even want to talk to the person anymore. You just don't want to talk to them anymore. Like when someone says, interesting that's interesting <laughs> which i mean i do that yeah what do you I do that yeah everyone oh. does it everyone does it no there was like two pods ago where i yelled at you because you did yell at me yeah. i remember that okay All but, right. but the but the difference between that and it is what it is is that usually when you say it is what it is or i am what i am that's like you're you're in an argument and you're just like fighting with each other and you just want the argument to end so you say those two things and it doesn't resolve any sort of issue. It just means that you're being a dick and you don't want to have like a, you know, a, any sort of resolution. But when you're saying interesting, like, it's different. That's very different. It's very <laughs> That's different. It's literally the exact it's same thing. It's not the same thing. It's not the it same. Is. Because it, it's a cop out. You're tired of the argument, so you don't want to do it anymore. And instead of saying, I'm tired of this argument, I don't want to do it anymore, you just say, That's interesting. It's more of a conversation. It's a better conversation ender because it's not a, it's not abrupt. It's like, okay, we both uh, kind of understand the conversation should shift to something else or it should end. So it's 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 a better segue than it is what it is or I am what I am because that just sounds rude. It just well, fucking are not Those aren't segues. Those are those are they're just enders. Com- yeah, complete enders. But inter- but but when you say interesting, it's 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 a more of a segue than anything else. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's interesting, so, yeah. but it's, it's true. It's a coward's segue. Okay, then what, what give me a, give me a better segue. I'm not. You can I'm still use that. It's interesting. You I'm, can, I'm you can still guy, say man. that's interesting. You say, you know what? That's interesting. I'm done talking about this because it's boring me. Let's talk about this. <laughs> call 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 it for what it is. Okay. I mean, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try to do better. I'll try to do better. That's all I ask. All right. That's okay. it. Okay. That's fine. That's but fine anyway, totally let's talk about Maya because this song, this album, it's not very good. Every al- every song on this album is not very good. This this should have been my last, my least favorite. But there's two mm-hmm. songs on here that are so fucking good, Tyler. Yes. They are so fucking good, and that is that is you already said one of them, Born Free, Born and Free, then yes. Meds and Feds. Those back to back are absolute bangers. Mez and Feds reminds me of like, it, it reminds me of punk rock mixed with Gabber. It is fucking unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't recall that that song at all. That that's another slow slow build up. It just starts off with guitar. It's a little broken up in the in the riffage, and then it comes in with the bass. But the bass isn't full like. Pff, pff, and then, but the bass eventually does come in with that full, you know, buff, 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 buff sound, but it's not till like after almost a minute of just build up. 
and Born Free, dude, Born Free is a banger. It starts off with that that drum roll that's clearly electronic, but it's yeah, trying yeah. to still sound kind of like it. Not it's not electronic, and it's man, back to back. Those songs are absolutely phenomenal. Without those songs, Maya would be a stinker. It would be a true. Uh, it would be. It, it may even be a sub one. Sub if, no. Had it not I been for even those say two it's songs, a sub one. no, 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 no. Had it not been for it's those not two that songs, bad. I'd give this a sub one. There's nothing. There's, no, there's nothing unique about it. This is one of those few albums where, while I was listening, I I remember exactly where I was when I when I when I was thinking in my mind that I don't understand why people like this. Like the last time that happened was when I was listening to that first Against Me record. And I just, I couldn't wrap my head around why people liked this record so much. <laughs> and I remember, I, I, I'll tell you exactly where I was when I was doing that against me. It was right next to that Rubies or the old Rubies on, uh, on Weir Canyon right there, you know, next yeah. to uh, uh, Lampost. Yeah. I was driving by that and I was thinking in my mind, obviously, <laughs> um, that who, who, why do people like this? I couldn't, I just could not figure it out. And then the MIA or the, the the Maya record, I was merging onto the two ten freeway from the six oh five. I was literally on the the on ramp to the six to the two ten, thinking, I don't know why people why she put this song put this record out. I don't get it. It's not good. Like this is just one of those weird moments where you just remember exactly where you're at. And I, just, I don't know. Like I don't know. Has that ever happened to you? Where you just like you have this like memory burned into your mind. Yeah, for good know, or bad. Really I mean, it, yeah, sometimes or, yeah. it happens for awful albums. Sometimes it happens for good albums, life events. I mean, it's just... It just happens. And it doesn't very happen where we're like a, a song or album I think so negatively of where, the, where it actually happens, where I can remember exactly where I was when it happened. But those two records, or Maya and that Against Me record, are those two things that I, that I think of off the top of my head where I'm like, well, I remember exactly where I was when I realized I don't understand this at all. But honestly, like if if it wasn't for those two songs, Maya may get a sub one for me because I don't think it's not I think a good it's, record, man. It's not. It's not a good record. But she has these back like this like this six minutes of just some of the most intense beats she's ever done. And it is crazy. But then right afterwards it goes right back in four or five songs after, and they're all fucking boring. And then Born Free is so late in the record. I think it's like track ten or eleven. And like you're already like kind of burnt out from the monotony of it, and then you get to that, and you're like, okay, this is a little bit cool, but eh, eh. born free is eh. good though. Born free is good. Eh, it's whatever. It's whatever. Good stuffs. So that was your number three, correct? Yeah. Okay. So my number three is uh, a ruler. A ruler. How do you say the name? A ruler. A ruler? Like you have a ruler, a ruler in your hand? Yeah, yeah, I have a ruler in my hand. Uh, this is her first record. <laughs> this one. Um, this is very world sounding. I really, really like this when I threw it on. I was really impressed. I, I don't know. I just it was it was kind of what I was expecting, but m- more so. Like it was more, more intense, a little bit more w- wacky than I was expecting. But I loved it. I thought this is an amazing record, and I can't believe it took me this long to ever listen to it. I thought it was fantastic. A, ru- a ruler is good. The song uh, Bucky Dungun. That's my favorite song. Um, it's a fucking weird song. It's a weird one, man. It's probably the, one of the weirdest songs on this record. But I now like this song. I used to hate this song, like really hated this song. But now I I really like it. I think I like it so much because I hated it so much at some point. So that's my number my number three, a ruler. 
I am. A ruler. However you want to say. I don't want to be too offensive. Now I'm scared that your stupid fucking rankings are going to put Kala at number two and your dumbass is <laughs> going to put Matangi at number one. All which right, is quite possible because two. you're insane and you fucking took stupid pills before we did this. Uh, we agreed not to take stupid pills, but you did. I mean, I took like probably six of them. Yeah, you know? I took none because I'm not stupid. So, well, that's not true. You, you take like probably twenty a day. My pop like <laughs> two every hour. You know, my it is what it is. My number two. Okay, that's fun. <laughs> it's inter- it's it, it's interesting. My number two is <laughs> a ruler. A ruler. <laughs> a ruler. I think it's oh, a it's ruler. Not Matanji, probably. Okay. No, Matanji is her worst. Not her worst. It's just overall her worst because it doesn't have two that Maya had. A ruler is number two. Love okay. this. I, I understand. I understand. This is it. this is very very hip hop driven. It's broken. It's it's messy, but it's messy in a way that's kind of endearing, and it's a pretty damn impressive debut album. It's weird. It's quirky. Everything about it, I think, is great, mm-hmm. and it really does sound like someone had a fuck ton of ideas in their head, didn't quite know how to how to how to formulate that into like a physical format and then into a, a auditory format and then somebody gave her not like the 808 like like a Roland it was some other different uh, drum machine yeah or a 404 a Roland a Roland or a 606 or a 1010 or a 2020 it really was a Roland 505 <laughs> was it was it a 505 it really was a ro- Roland 505 yeah like, i don't know i i literally know one drum machine and that's like the 808 and yeah, the 808 is that deep. It's just that beat, that that beat, that really, really deep uh, bass drum that like Korn used a lot in the early days. And Kanye, but that's and all right. Kanye, obviously. But yeah, like it just it just said like this album sounds like someone who has a lot of ideas and then was given something to formulate those ideas and did it in a very raw way. Like none of the none not none of the songs here are are are, are produced in a way where it sounds like she sat down with somebody and they fleshed out these songs. It was just kind of like, hey, I have this fucking cool-ass song. Check it out. And she played it. And then someone else, because of the many producers that she had, they're like, oh, that's fucking, that's dope, dude. This is, here, let's add a little bit to this and just put it out. And that's what mm-hmm. this album sounds like. It sounds like it was, I don't want to say rushed because I don't think it was rushed, but it just sounds like, and I also don't want to say first thought best thought because that's an annoying feldman thing yeah that we've used to the point of uh of no return even but, though he didn't even coin that that's i know the worst part is i know i know it, but, he, but he ruined it he ruined absolutely he ruined didn't coin it but he ruined it yeah but Fucking that's man. what i think this this so album has is that sort of first thought best <sighs> thought type of approach to the songs and it's messy it's fucking all over the place mm-hmm. and it's like at some points it just sounds like like nothing is even tight, even though it has an electronic drum machine on it. Things are loose. They're mm-hmm. loose butthole on this. And it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then I totally fucking forgot about the Galang song, like the Galang Galang, Purple oh, Haze. Yeah. Like that was, that, that was my origin story, but like, I totally <laughs> forgot about that song. That sounds a fucking banger too. But my favorite, uh, my favorite song on here is, uh, what is it called? Sunshades? Fuck, I think I fucked it up. I think it's called mm, Sunshades. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, now I'm trying to like stretch it out so I can look it up. Okay, but you should, you know what? I think uh, first thought, best thought should be on the no-no list for the pod. It should. Like, it should. Like, should like it is what it is. Out. I am else. what I am. Interesting. 
and and first thought best thought those are those are the band the band well i mean there's no restrictions on the pod so you can still say it but those are the really annoying ones that should be avoided at all costs and so. it's man first thought best thought is such a waste too because it's such an honest way of recording and it's such a uh, like an endearing thing to connect like the fans with the music itself because now the fans are hearing essentially what everybody else in the band heard the first time they yeah. did it. But true, be- true, because true. that phrase has now been Feldman. It's been used. It's because it's been used as an actual technique and it's, it's lost. It's, it's an, uh, it's almost lost its integrity. It's charm, you know? Yeah. That's, that's I, I don't, there you go. That's it. It's that's it. gross. I just hate I can, it. I, I can <laughs> I can imagine Feldman saying, all right, guys, we're doing first thought, best thought. Everybody plays. And they're like, you know, that Dude. was really good, but I'm going to add some dubs on that. You change that. Travis, don't play so fast here. And then now it's completely gone away. But then in interviews, he'll still say that it was the first thought, best first thought. First thought, best thought, yeah. The ri- or, or what to, to like skirt around it. He'll say, yeah, the riff was first thought, best thought. But then what about everything else that contributed to the fucking song? Oh yeah, like, fuck that yeah. Guy. The riff that you played in the very beginning and then never again—that was <laughs> yeah. the first thought, best thought. <laughs> oh, he's so annoying. I know. Oh my god. But it, the, the song's so called "Sun Sun Sun Showers." I see. I'm feeling sun, like I'm saying sun, oh, sun showers. showers. That was that was a sun, single. Yeah, sun showers. Sun showers. Sun showers. Didn't uh, Post Malone showers. do that song too? Sun showers. That was sunflower. Sun okay. Sunflower. It was also a banger of a song. The Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah. Sorry. But this is a this is a cool electronic sound uh, electronic song that incorporates mm-hmm. another disco song. And it's a simple beat. It's 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 just her delivery. Her delivery is what gets me. It's snotty, it's disrespectful, but she's still got something to say. And the hook, even though the hook here is sampled, it fits absolutely perfectly. And then I like this song so much. I looked into the, the original band that did this, and the band's called Dr. Buzzard's original Savannah band. Oh, that's such a cool name. Dude, ta- I mean, w- w- when I read you off what this band kind of is, it's going to be off-putting, but you should check them out. So they're kind of a mis- mix of disco, R&B, big band, and oh, some Caribbean Calypso stuff sprinkled in here or there. Hey, yeah, that's 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 a genre or a That's a, a lot of genres, of genres you're not liking. That's a lot of genres I mean, you're not liking. But, I mean, it's fine. Like throwing, I mean, disco is really throwing me off there. Like disco, you hate with, disco. You hate big I band. Do. That's what I'm you saying. You don't hate R and B, but you, you, we're both really not R and B men. And Calypso, all we know of Calypso is essentially Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte, yeah, absolutely. But, but damn, dude, I listened to this entire album. It's fucking good. It is mm-hmm. so fucking good, and that it is now on my like look for list out in the wild because it is so goddamn good. <laughs> It's big band and disco, man. That 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 really kills a lot of my interest for this one. It's kind of funny because like disco was so short, but big band was so long. <laughs> I know, and they're they're equally just kind of whatever genres. Weird how that is, dude. That band kills it though at all of the genres just just listed. It is really really good. All right, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll listen to a couple songs. I'm sure I'll listen once you find the vinyl for probably like three dollars, and then you. Choose that as your pick of the week. Yeah. Oh, I for That's sure. Probably will. won't happen. For sure. Will. <laughs> okay, so that was your number two, right? Yeah, that was your number two. Uh, so then, yeah, my number two is Matanji, uh, if that's how you pronounce it. Matanji and a ruler, a ruler. They kind of 
they they could be interchangeable. Honestly, they could. That's crazy. Yeah, I Wait, thought like, this was a like really good record. Interchangeable in sound, or just because you like both of them so much? I like them. I like them so much. Oh, okay. To where like they depending on my mood, they could they could switch. Um, but right now, like as of this week, like right now, Matanji is is my favorite. Uh, I liked I liked the the pop kind of club thing she went toward on this record. I thought she did it really well. I felt like the beats were really good. The melodies were there. There was enough of her own her own flair there that made it interesting. And I just thought overall the music music was really good. It didn't really slow. I mean, it didn't like it was never boring. I was never bored. I really really enjoyed my listen through on this one. And I I don't really have anything bad to say about it. My favorite song is Bring the Noise. Uh, I mean, it's probably the, one of the most most upbeat songs on this record. Has some fantastic fantastic rapping on it. And the 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 da 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 dam or da 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 dams or whatever however she says it, <clears throat> dude, it's so catchy. It's so fucking catchy. And then the the creaky door sound she uses as a sample. It's it's great. It's just a all around good club hit. And then yeah, overall it's just more club based. But it's a great. I think I think it's a really good record. I was really really surprised by it. Very especially like so late after Kala had come out, I was surprised. Pleasantly hmm. surprised. Okay. So Matanji is my number two. Solid record. Now, that leaves uh, her best record as Kala, right? The album of the week. Yeah. So uh, let's let's just uh, let's end this real quick and then get into the main episode. Go listen to that. Thank you all for listening. Asinine Radio. Go rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And that's it. That's all. Mm.